0: Okay, this is Intercity Press's uh, first podcast for today, November 17th, 2021. Here in the Southern District of New York Courthouse, uh, we're covering more than 10 cases, but jury selection in U.S. versus Ghislaine Maxwell has continued, and it seems worth uh, uh, doing this report. Uh, uh, the first one up uh, that we're covering uh, was Juror 27. Juror 27... Um, had heard about Maxwell's conditions of confinement in the MDC, and um, someone, one of the two parties, you can guess which, had wanted to know more about what they'd heard. Um, not brought up was the the details that have recently emerged that she's you know told, uh, I guess, the Daily Mail rats and uh, until the storm drain was covered, the creepy guards that she won't take a shower. The juror said they could be fair. Next up was the juror one seventeen, the one that yesterday. Uh, complained about having the cell phone taken when he came in. It emerged actually that, and I knew this, during the the COVID pandemic, they've actually allowed jurors to bring their phones in uh, to keep uh, social distancing. Uh, They sort of relaxed their rules on phones. It made a lot of sense. I would say it should continue, but um, it still is the case in the courthouse, but uh, Judge Nathan had decided, and and again, in all fairness, uh, maybe because of the uh, withholding of the names and the, the increased secrecy, uh, that jurors would not be allowed to bring in their phones for this questionnaire process. So the juror was a little bit uh, jumpy on that um, and was asked whether this meant that they are against law enforcement. They said no, that they actually have law enforcement uh, um, you know, uh, in their family. So the process continues and, and, and it is what it is. Now as we reported last night, um, here in New York Senator Chuck Charles Schumer has, has, uh, is nominating Judge Nathan to the Second Circuit Court of Appeals. Um, some have been asking this morning, you know, what does it mean for the trial? As, as the district executive has said, probably she could continue to preside over the trial. The process of uh, confirmation doesn't go that quickly, as we all know, but it might impact the sentencing if she were found guilty. Unless she stuck around, uh, uh, not stuck around, but even after uh, rising to the Second Circuit, uh, continued to close out her cases. Now, that's the case of Second Circuit Judge Richard J. Sullivan, Who only moments ago held a proceeding here in 500 Pearl Street, but it was an in-person proceeding, but he allowed a phone-in line. Um, So clearly, that is not only allowed in the district of the District of Columbia, but here in SDNY. It seems pretty clear if a Second Circuit judge is doing it that it's not, uh, you know, at least obviously against federal rules. So I just say that to say it's sort of an interesting conundrum about. The lack of a call in line. On the Glenn Maxwell thing, again, with all due respect, again, the balancing of various things, but it seems like if COVID is still a factor, um, at a minimum, and I think that even after COVID, the the courts have learned that uh, whatever small disruption there may be doesn't make a lot of sense to have uh, state trials like the one in Wisconsin and the one in Georgia fully transparent and the people to know much less about the federal proceedings. But whatever it is, we'll continue to report them. Uh, Just as we'll continue to put in questions to the United Nations about their role in all this, their role blue-washing Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, they won't answer. It's not just the two press conferences. Uh, A major wire service tried to say that's all there is to it. No. Antonio Guterres' head of corporate partnerships, Amir Dosal was on the board, one of only five board members of the Terramar Foundation, only three of whom were family members of Maxwell. So it's quite a connection. And... um, course there's the U.N.'s own sexual trafficking, much worse than, than even is alleged here, We're talking about soldiers sent to war zones where five-year-old children are raped and there's no punishment for the soldier because of diplomatic immunity. Well, the law must catch up to the United Nations and inner city press must be restored to report in the same detailed way from within the glass house. For now, this has been the four-minute drill. InterCity Press, Matthew Russell Lee, court case cast. Belt and Roadkill on Amazon.com to be continued.